Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Jumping in here quickly to share that the Leadership Styles Quiz is now live. If you're not one of the hundreds of leaders, business owners or CEOs who have already discovered their unique leadership style, then you'll want to jump into the show notes now to do this. This quiz reveals your unique zone of brilliance as a leader, your blind spots are those things holding you back, your leadership personality, your gifts, your strengths, and even how your childhood shaped the leader you show up as today. It only takes three minutes. You can um, take the quiz in the show notes below. Enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. So excited to bring you another episode. Tuesday mornings are just my absolute favorite mornings. I cannot wait to get to my laptop and start putting together the podcast episodes for you guys. And I just love hearing the feedback about them as well and hearing that they're really adding lots of value to you and, um, yeah, helping, helping you through your days in your business and your team. And I'm really excited to bring this episode to you, which is all about the mindset work for seven and eight figure CEOs, because I've been working with seven and eight figure CEOs for over a decade now, when I think about it. So I started off in, uh, um, I guess, the HR world in, as an HR consultant, um, consulting to and partnering with small businesses and CEOs, leadership teams on all things, people, culture, strategy, team building, personal development, mindset, all of the I guess like a lot of the the mindset and the people and the culture and the team elements to helping them unlock the true potential of of their businesses so that they could really truly thrive and grow and see their revenue and their profit really thrive and grow as well and one of the things that I have noticed over this last decade is some patterns around the mindset blocks that hold them back and the beliefs that keep them stuck and keep them where they are. And I really wanted to to speak to those today because I think first of all, if you are a leader of a business, if you're a CEO or even a new business owner, like 
new level, same devil, right? <laughs> so as you as you move from maybe five figures to six figures to seven figures to eight figures, it's often the exact same mindset blocks that pop up just at different levels and at you know different scales right so when you're first starting off in business you might not have a big team you might have one va or um you know a couple of marketing people or whatever um and as you grow the the team gets bigger and the belief around the team or or around the growth just reaches a new level so i wanted to speak specifically to the mindset behind seven and eight figure CEOs today. But regardless of where you are in your business journey, you will definitely get value from this episode because I bet (laughs) that the beliefs that a seven and an eight figure CEO are struggling with are probably the same as what you're struggling with just at a different level. And talking about CEOs, it's a really tricky one because, you know, CEOs obviously being not that there's any um, more important or less important role, but they are in terms of like the power and the influence and the impact that a, that a role has, like the CEO has the most powerful um, impact on a business. You know, there's no one more influential in terms of a company's strategy and um, decision-making and impact on the entire business. And a lot of research shows that what the CEO controls, you know, is the company's biggest moves and accounts for, you know, almost half, like almost 50% of a company's overall performance comes down to the CEO. So it's a really, really important role, not to put the pressure on, but I think, I think that kind of goes without saying. And, you know, while it can have so many incredible benefits, like it can be really exciting and super rewarding and you can feel like you're having a massive impact as the CEO or the, you know, the key leader of a business, it can also feel really all consuming and it can feel really lonely at times and quite stressful being at the top and, feeling like you've got a heck of a lot of responsibility to to keep a business going and sustaining a team and all of their salaries. So, you know, I also just want to speak to that piece that it can be really tough as a CEO trying to manage all of those priorities, you know, trying to grow a business, trying to expand, you know, um, the team or the premises while still trying to, you know, tick all the boxes of keeping a keeping a business running and all of the the maintenance that goes in terms of keeping your customers or your clients happy and delivering a high quality of service and making sure the finances are sustainable and healthy you know while still trying to be a human yourself right like you've still got a family or a partner friends personal interests like camping adventure the things that you might want to do on a weekend like there's a lot to hold as a ceo so just like really acknowledging that um for you and hopefully taking a moment to really acknowledge the the amount that you are holding and that it's often 
it's often like the self-care or the personal the personal development work or the the inner work or the time for self that can suffer for for ceos like the mindset work the beliefs the personal development stuff like with all the other priorities it's often the mindset stuff that gets put on the back burner or gets pushed to the bottom of the priority list but that's not okay because it's the mindset work and the inner work is 80 percent of the game of you showing up as your best self and you being able to deliver the highest level and you being able to up level and grow the business like you know when i gave that stat before that what the ceo controls accounts for almost 50 percent of the company's performance and so the mindset of a ceo accounts for almost 50 percent of a company's performance if not more more in smaller businesses um, which tends to be the companies that i serve the most i i would say it's probably up higher between that 50 to 80 percent so the mindset of a ceo has a massive impact on the success of a business so that's why i wanted to talk to that a little bit today and you can't you know you can't grow your business unless the mind that is driving all of your action grows too right and you know, mindset is like, it's 80% of the game. Like I think Tony Robbins says it's like 80% psychology, 20% action. And I say it's yeah, 80% mindset and 20% mechanics. So it's 80% about like the thoughts and the beliefs that are swimming around in your brain. <laughs> and it's 20% about the actual action that flows from that place. So you can't grow your business unless the mind that drives all of your action is growing too. So if you're still holding beliefs aligned with a six or a seven figure business owner, and you're trying to grow to that next level, if you are still holding the beliefs aligned with that, that old, business owner version of you, you're going to be acting and behaving in line with those beliefs, but trying to achieve a higher level outcome. So you're going to be pushing against and finding the job a lot harder than what it needs to be. If you just up level your beliefs, then naturally from that place of up level belief comes up leveled, up leveled actions. So to give you a bit of an example, so a belief that's pretty common that I hear a lot, um, and I'm sure that this will resonate with you too, is the belief that I need to do it myself or it won't be done properly. I need to do it myself or I need to do the job myself, otherwise it just won't be done properly. And the only way to get a job done right is to do it yourself. And I wonder if that's resonating at all for you. If it is, just know that you're not alone. And it's one of the biggest, biggest beliefs that CEOs need to step through and move through in order to reach their next level, you know, to move from that six to that seven figure business owner or that seven to that eight figure business owner. 
And I haven't worked with nine figure business owners, so I can't speak to that, but I would assume that it would probably be something pretty similar. So let's just like look at this example. So if you if you held that belief, I need to do it myself or else it won't be done properly. What's the natural action that flows from that belief, right? It's that the natural action or behavior that's flowing from that belief is about, you know, holding on to work. Like if you believe that things won't be done properly unless you do them yourself, you're going to naturally be holding on to more work. You're not going to be letting things go. You're probably going to be unconsciously micromanaging the people around you, like your team's actions. And you're probably not going to be fully committed to investing in training someone else up in your team. It's like you might go through the motions on the outside, (laughs) but at the heart of it, you're probably not going to be committed to fully investing in that person, all those people around you or not fully invested in the processes or the systems that will allow you to step back. It's like, you might know on the outside, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that I need to invest in my team, but unless the deep driving, like core belief that's driving all of your thoughts and your actions, unless that belief is observed, investigated and explored and shifted, you're not all of your energy and your action is going to be fully backing your intention to invest in the team. You're going to kind of be showing up, but not really actually fully committed to what needs to happen. And so what's the long-term result of holding this belief that you, know, you need to do it yourself or it won't be done properly. The long-term result of holding on to work and micromanaging others is that your team's not going to grow. They're not going to fully be able to step up. And over time, you're just going to be more and more relied upon and, and depended upon for more and more work and your business growth will stagnate. And you'll get caught more and more on the tools and not be able to focus on growing the business and on leading and on developing your team and bringing in new customers and clients or marketing and sales and the things that, you know, truly evolve and up-level your business. So you can see how it all stems from belief, right? Like mindset truly is 80% of the game. You shift your mindset, you shift your results. So you need to evolve the mindset and the beliefs driving your actions for your results in your business to evolve because your beliefs drive your actions. So what you believe is aligned to what you do and then your actions impact your results, right? So if I'm acting in a certain way that's driven from a certain belief, it's going to impact an outcome or a result. So you need to up-level your 
beliefs if you want to up level your results. So that's what I want to talk through today is, gosh, there's so many mindset shifts that need to occur for leaders as they move through their journey. But I want to talk about three core mindset shifts that need to occur for seven and eight figure CEOs. Um, they're the ones that I'm currently working on now with the CEOs and the leaders that I'm working with right now, some that we've overcome and some that we're still working through because a lot of these things run pretty deep. Like if you are a high performing CEO, you probably got to where you are because you're really good at what you do. Like you're you're a high performer. You can hold it all. You can do it all. You're probably used to being able to hold a lot of stress or get a lot done and hold a lot of responsibility. But if you truly want to evolve to that next level of growth, to that next level of revenue, to that next level of expansion of your team or your clients or your customers, if you really truly want to let go of your current situation and your current level, and you want to expand into that next level, if that's what you truly, really, truly want, you need to upgrade your mindset and your identity and your beliefs driving your current reality first. I'm just going to say that again. If you want to evolve to that next level of growth, you need to evolve your mindset, beliefs and identity that's currently impacting your actions, your behaviors and your results first. So Top three mindset shifts that need to occur for seven and eight figure CEOs. The first one I've talked through a little bit already, and it's this belief. So moving from the belief that I need to do it myself or it won't be done properly to the more I trust, let go and invest in my team the more my business thrives. And I'm going to say that again. The more that I trust, let go and lead, the more that my team and my business thrives. So what what this shift, what this mindset shift requires is a step away from doing and towards leading. And this one requires a whole lot of trust. And it's that trust piece that can often be the biggest blocker here because the opposite of trust is fear. The opposite of trust is wanting to control. and constrict and hold really tight to a particular outcome. And really, you know, while it might feel like fear, it can, you know, there's something, I guess, comforting about still feeling in control. So, you know, totally acknowledging that so many of these beliefs 
can come from a place of really making a lot of sense. But if you really want to reach that next level of growth, like if you want to move from a seven figure CEO to an eight figure CEO, if you really want to truly see your level of like client service or the number of clients that you're serving um, and your, and your business reach that next level of income, it really is about releasing some of that control, releasing that grip around holding onto and controlling and micromanaging processes and people and how things get done to softening, to releasing, to letting go and trusting, trusting in your people and allowing them to support you, allowing them to support you. And what this requires is a belief in your team. It requires first and foremost recruiting and bringing people into your team that you really, really need to trust and believe in. So first of all, and I should probably do a whole nother episode on this, you need to make sure that you're bringing people into your team that you really do trust. So you're going through the right processes to make sure that your interview process, your assessment process, you know, your personality testing, your reference checking, um, you're doing all the things like, you know, um, results-based interviews, you're doing all the things to make sure that when that person walks in the door, that you are sold on them, that you believe so wholeheartedly in that person that you are so ready and willing and excited to hand things over to that person. This is like a really, really big piece. So if you know that you're sold on that person, then it's gonna be a lot easier for you to trust in that person that they're gonna do an excellent job. And it's, it's not just about handing over to the next person in line, but also about, you know, this belief really requires an investment in your entire leadership team and those key leaders and influencers that are in your team to ensure that as a whole, they're functioning as a cohesive whole, like the dynamic in that team, that they're aligned, that they're cohesive, that they're collaborating, that they're on the same page and that they've all got each other's back, right? That they are a solid unit functioning together, functioning as one. And this belief also requires, so coming back to that, so the belief is the more that I trust and let go and lead, the more that my business thrives, This is also about letting go, not only to people, but to process. So to investing in prioritizing in like the systems and the processes that ultimately like support the sustainability and the consistency and the safety and security of your business holding together. It's like, if I was to use an analogy, I often think of like the systems and processes as being kind of like the, the container to your business that like holds everything in place so that 
no matter what happens on the inside of the container, like all of the liquid or the water or whatever's going on, like the people, their their emotions, um, you know, the human element to the business can just move organically and flexibly within that container. It's like the walls that hold everything in place like that, this, this belief that the more that you trust and let go and lead, the more that your team and business thrives, it requires a letting go, not only to people, but to process as well. And knowing that you don't have to be the one holding everything because you're creating systems and processes that become the holders for you so that you can step back and focus on the vision, the big picture, where you're going and all of those sort of elements. So as you might be picking up, like so much of this is really around time management and prioritizing, isn't it? And remembering that like whatever you're giving your time to and your focus to and your energy to like whatever you give your energy and your focus to grows right and expands and so you get to choose what you ultimately spend your time and energy and focus on and if you're focusing all of your time on you know fighting fires or just you know surviving or being in survival mode then nothing's really going to change for you but you can choose to prioritize and manage your time in terms of you know investing in your vision investing in your people investing in your strategy and your future growth and direction and if you're investing in your people and in your vision those things are going to grow your people and your vision will grow if you're investing in those things So that was the first mindset um, piece that I wanted to talk to was a shift from I need to do it myself or it won't be done properly to the more I trust, let go and, and lead, the more my team and business thrives. The second one I wanted to talk to was this can be a bit of an unconscious one, but let me know or just um, feel into whether this is resonating for you or not is a belief that the bigger we get the more stress that comes so the bigger that the business gets the more stress that might eventuate in terms of like the team and their issues and their challenges or the more responsibility or the more financial stress or whatever it is so this this belief that the bigger we get the more stress that comes with it and the shift that needs to occur here is it gets easier and easier i've done the hard work it gets easier from here i've done the hard work it gets easier from here so what what this one requires is the recognition that you have learned and grown a lot in your business journey, that you've moved through a lot of stresses, a lot of challenges, a lot of struggles, a lot of frustrations, and through those struggles, 
you have grown so much and learnt so much and that you can now afford to invest in high-level positions and capable people to hold some of those lower-level or operational elements to the business as you grow. It comes with the recognition that as you've grown, you, you can now handle the next levels. There's not many new challenges that are going to come your way that you haven't already seen before, right? You can handle you can handle any challenges that come your way because you've moved through a lot already. So this one, so this mindset block that like, oh, the bigger we get, the more stress that's going to come, you know, with the team or the finances or whatever. This one can be a really big unconscious blocker for CEOs who might say that they want to grow the business, but they're also simultaneously blocking their growth out of fear of the stress that will come with that growth. So it's a really important one to recognize for yourself if you hold this that, oh, like I want to grow, but I'm also really scared of that growth because it's going to mean more stress. If that's one for you, then it's worth, um, is worth exploring and investigating and clearing. And, you know, a suggestion is, is to shift towards the, what I've just mentioned here, which is, you know, I've done the hard work. It gets to be easier from here. It gets to be easier from here. So the third and final mindset shift that I was going to talk through today is moving from a belief that we need to survive or compete against our competitors. And, you know, this belief that I need to keep looking sideways to make sure that that we keep surviving towards we're here to play the long game. We're here to play the long game and we're here to look to our big why and our big vision. So this one, this particular mindset shift can occur up at that higher level of like seven and eight figure CEOs because often what has got them to that point or what they feel like has got them to the point that they're at is like really hustling and really pushing and really forcing and, um, you know, looking sideways at what their competitors are doing and kind of like comparing their performance against others and making sure that, you know, they're doing all the right things or that they look impressive or that they look good or whatever it is. And up at that higher level requires a shift towards, hey, we're not here to compete against others. We're not here to look sideways. We're here to play the long game. We're here to make an impact. We're here to contribute. We're here because we want to build a fulfilling business that actually makes an awesome impact in the world because we only have a certain amount of time in this world, right? And we spend so much of our time at work, like almost 80 to 90% of our weeks. Like this belief comes with that, with that recognition that we might as well be working towards something that we truly care about and that really lights us up. And this belief also requires the realization that the more that you look sideways, the less that you're looking forwards. 
The more that you look sideways, the less that you're growing your business and actually moving forward. You know, I think about it like a, the analogy of a car, <laughs> like you don't want to spend too long looking at what the guy in the lane next to you is doing, right? Because then you're going to bash into something or you're going to go off the road. You're not going to be, you know, make or making the best decisions that you could possibly be making for your car slash business. <laughs> and that at the end of the day, it's really, it's less about what others are doing and it's more about making decisions and like defining your strategy based on your unique purpose and your unique vision and your unique goals that you have for your business and truly creating your own definition of success, your own definition of what you know, would really matter to you and really light you up and not copying what someone else is doing just because it might be working for them and giving them great results. It's really about asking, you know, what's the business model that really supports us, you know, living a fulfilling life and delivering epic results and um, creating a business that truly fulfills us and delivers incredible outcomes. Because if you do copy what someone else is doing and copy their business model, it may not work for your business model and actually end up stagnating your growth. <laughs> so if your business growth has stagnated, it's worth investing in your beliefs and looking at what's going on with your mindset. Because your thoughts and your beliefs, they drive your actions. And beliefs are just thoughts that you've thought so many times that they've turned into a belief. <laughs> so a belief is basically just like a neural highway in your brain. It's like a really strong, thick neural pathway in your brain that is just like a thought that you've thought so many times that it's become really thick and well-defined in your brain. So your beliefs are kind of like the neural architecture of your brain. So if you want to up-level your business, your life, your wealth, your finances, your relationships, your leadership, whatever, you need to up-level your neural architecture of the beliefs that are driving everything that you do, every decision you make, you need to up-level that neural architecture first. I'm so bloody passionate about this stuff. Like this, the, this work has not only transformed the lives of so many of the CEOs and leaders that I've worked with, transformed their lives and their businesses and how they treat their teams and make decisions, but it's had an incredible impact on my life and my business. Like I have 2x or 3x my my own income for my business and absolutely like transformed my identity and my mindset and my actions and the clients that I work with even over just the last 6 to 12 months like this stuff is just it's the biggest part of the game as i said before mindset is 80% of the game and I'm so, so 
passionate about this stuff that I'm going to actually run a course on this soon because um, some of you might know I'm off to Joe Dispenza in the, in the, oh gosh, it's a week now, oh, which is really, really exciting. Um, and if you don't know Joe Dispenza, he's basically like the guru um, of everything to do with like the fusion of mindset transformation, neuroscience, psychology, epigenetics, epigenetics being like the science of gene expression, energetics, quantum, all of the things, neuroplasticity. And I'm going to be going and soaking up his magic juice for the, like for five days, um, next week. So it's going to be like a bunch of like learning, um, application meditations, just yes, soaking up so much cool stuff. And I'm going to basically like run a course all about everything that I've learned from that course and everything that I've learned over the last decade working with seven and eight figure CEOs, all about mindset and identity upgrades. And it's going to be called Level Up. So it's all about up-leveling your identity, up-leveling your beliefs and truly transforming your mindset, knowing that from that place, as you up-level your mindset, you up-level your business, you up-level your life. And we're going to be drawing on the science of like neuroscience, psychology, neuroplasticity, energetics, epigenetics, energetics, (laughs) I think I said that already, and emotions. Um, it's going to be bringing together all the science to shift your mindset, shift your identity, shift your actions and up level to the next level version of you that is aligned to the next level version of results that you want to see in your business and your life. So it's going to be absolutely epic. You can probably hear it in my voice. Stay tuned for that. I, so I'm going to be off to Joe Dispenza, but you'll hear more on more on all of this really soon. If you want to join the wait list to be the first to hear about the course and have first access to the early bird, um, the early bird prices and discounts, then make sure you click on the link in the bottom of the show notes and, um, and I'll make sure I, I let you know about that course as soon as it goes live. I'm super, super excited. It's what probably like my favorite part of everything that I get to do. And cause I know that it has the biggest impacts on everything, absolutely everything. So I hope that this episode has been really helpful for you today. Um, let me know what you most enjoyed and please share it with a friend. If, um, if there's someone in a leadership role or running a new business that you feel like is, you know, just needing a bit of like mindset, wisdom and inspiration, uh, I would just so love if you shared this episode with them or tag me on your socials um, if you've really enjoyed this web or this episode. And, um, you know, it's really nice just to be able to, to share that message and um, spread the wisdom around, around the world. Thank you so much. Sending you so much love and light. Talk soon. 